This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 237 of The Real Word. Word is up. The comments from The Last Real Word Tell are me. up. They are mean? ratcheted up. Oh, they, people love bitching about appraisals, yeah. appraisers, huh? So I love it. If you didn't check out last week's Real Word, you may want to go back and take a look. I believe, and, and I've got reason to believe this is going to happen because I saw Warren in Dallas. Did I tell mm, you I saw you him? You did tell me you All saw right. Warren. That so if you're- The three old, of us were going to- we were, Maybe have a little threesome. We're going to have, well, no, we're going to have more than a threesome. Oh, yeah? We're going to have a big old debate. So, BAM debate number two. Yeah. We had the Ricky Carruth de- debate mm-hmm. where I debated him on coaching. Uh-huh. Uh, the This real estate agents versus appraisers debate, I think, is going to happen. I think it's going to happen next week. Where? Uh, live on YouTube. So, by the way, if you're not subscribed to this YouTube channel, mm-hmm. that's a must do. It's a must do now for multiple reasons. I'll tell you why. In just a second, why you why you want to hit subscribe on this YouTube channel right away? Mm -hmm. But this appraiser conversation is wild. The comments are wild. If you're an OG Real Word follower, Mm -hmm. you know who Warren is Uh because he came on the Real Word to kind of have a conversation with us the Mm -hmm. last time we covered this. There's so many stories of egregious appraisals that you can just like pick any story and, and it's always going to be the same, right? And was so, he ready for you? Like when you saw him, was he like- I'm, I'm actually walking through the corridor and he's walking the other way and, and, and he just starts shaking his head at me because we have a relationship with of him. Course. We have a good relationship with him, but- Well, but he didn't hear the real word. The, 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 our, did he hear our episode and that's why- was, Oh, he did. The oh, most yeah. recent one? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you must have seen him what then on Wednesday? Yeah, I saw him Wednesday, like the next day after it went up. Didn't we fly out Wednesday? No, we flew out on Thursday. Oh, I'm totally yeah, so I, off I see, I see okay. him on Wednesday. And, oh, uh, that anyways. was brilliant. It's like it's like the gods above lined yeah. you up. So make sure you're subscribed because we're going to do a debate next week. But also, if you subscribe and you want to do a 30-minute Zoom with me and Nicole, mm-hmm. we could talk about building a team. We could talk about Nicole's flipping expertise. We can talk about how Nicole has built a business around voting hmm. on finishes or you want to talk to byron because byron is could, convinced you're really only wanting to talk to him <laughs> we could talk so about, i'm okay with true. that we could talk about marketing <laughs> we could talk about recruiting we could talk about vas we could talk about anything you we could want talk about our kids to, anything you want anything 30 you minute want. zoom session with me and nicole all you've got to do is subscribe to this youtube channel bam youtube broke agent media youtube and hit the link below and fill it out and confirm that you subscribed we will double check and we're going to pick a, I think we're going to do it next week on The Real Word. Ooh, like live? We're going to do a live drawing. And that. we're going to do a 30-minute Zoom with one so of you fun. guys. So, all right, let's get into the rackets. We've I got like some good ones. we're turning into like a game show here. Game show? Yeah, like you get a car, you get a car. We're not giving, we're not giving away a car, okay? <laughs> Actually, how long do you have your lease for? Maybe we give your car away. I'm not giving away my car. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Racket number one, a Zillow executive reveals what sparked the showing time buy. So when Zillow bought showing time, there was a whole bunch of comments in the industry Mm -hmm. around this. Why did Zillow buy showing time? Uh, They're trying to, you know, set appointments direct with the consumers. Mm -hmm. What what else did you hear? Well, I mean, it was also the data. Were they were they just trying to get the data? They They want all our clients. They they just want the data. Data, 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 data. Yep. Yep. And so at Inman Connect, there was a panel, York Bar, Sarah Bonnert, and sorry if I'm Butchering last names. Jason Giesing explained mm-hmm. the role of consolidation at Inman Connect Las Vegas, which happened a few weeks ago, yep. as the industry aims to improve the transaction process. So this is an Inman article. We'll link it up in the show notes as we always do. 
So obviously the last few years have been all this, this consolidation. There's been these, these tech um, mergers and new technology coming to the industry and, and a lot of M&As, right? And so this Zillow acquisition of showing time was just another M&A, another acquisition. So even with the progress that's already taken place, MoxieWorks uh, CEO, York Barr, and Zillow VP of, Yoker, of uh, Broker Services, Sarah Bar uh, Bonner and EXP, the Jason Giesing, all said the industry has only scratched the surface of what's next and should prepare for further consolidation as everyone claws to create the ultimate seamless end-to-end -end experience. I also think it's just it's just obvious that you're going to see more consolidation with brokerages, with real estate technology, mm -hmm. with prop tech, as they call it, as we go into 2023 and people's margins tighten up. Mm -hmm. You know, my big prediction is Compass and, and Mike Del Predi now says Compass is the most unprofitable brokerage of all time. Mm -hmm. That report just came out on Inman this week. I, I'm predicting that they'll go and get bought out by mm -hmm. maybe a BHHS or somebody like that. You're going to see a whole bunch of this throughout the industry as as things get tight, as we go into a environment where there's less homes for sale. We're going to talk about that in racket number two. We are. So it's the same thing for prop tech. If home sales are getting tight for the agents, for the teams, for the brokerages, they're going to have less customers. Am I right. right or wrong? Am I right or right? That's what Tom says. Am, am I, I right, right or right? right? I love am I right or right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming off of Dallas. Am I right or right? And so they're going to be looking to maybe merge with other businesses that have more cash behind them that can, that can just help them go through these times, right? Mm -hmm. So consolidation is a natural maturation of this industry across MLS, brokerages, agents, and prop tech. Bar told uh, the panel, what's unique about real estate is it is that it's been relatively late adopter of technology. We're seeing the same consolidations wave that we've seen in other verticals, but those happened much earlier. All right. So we still have a lot of mergers to go. And so this leads us to why did Zillow actually buy showing time? Was it for the data? Uh, was it for the direct directly schedule appointments with consumers? What was the reason directly from Zillow? And so uh, Bonner, Zillow's, uh, one of the Zillow's executives on this panel said that it came down to one thing. And Zillow always says this. One thing. We are directly doing everything for the consumer. That's the one thing the showing time acquisition came down to, mm -hmm. the consumer. Not to sound like a broken record, she said, but we've always looked at the consumer. How can we help them through the entire process of finding a place to live? And how can we make that easier and smoother? I got to talk to a lot of people in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I got to talk to a co-founder mm -hmm. of the largest branding agency in our space. Okay. He just bought a second home mm -hmm. in Arizona. Yeah. He lives in Portland. And he said when okay. he was going through the process of buying this second home, he fired his first two agents. Oh, uh-oh. In Arizona. And this is a luxury purchase right. in Arizona. Why did he fire those two agents? Nicole? I don't know why. The classic reason people would fire an agent when well, they're looking for a home. I think there's lots of reasons. They're not getting back to him. Okay. They're not answering text messages. They're not answering voicemails. They're saying, hey, when you come down, they're being the lazy agent. Oh, when you get when you get here, we'll look. When you get here, we'll look. And oh, by the way, 
I'll put you on an MLS search. Okay. What crappy value is that? I'll put you on an MLS search. Hey, bro. Hey, sister. Bro? I can put myself on an MLS search. It's wow. called Zillow. It's called Redfin. It's called Realtor.com. I can set up a search and notifications for myself. Oh, yeah. People love the Zillow search. I don't need you, no, Nicole. I don't need for you either. For a MLS search. Yeah. You do need. I do? You, you, no. I do need you? <laughs> uh-uh. You don't. All right. But do you need an agent for an MLS search no, in 2022? Need, no, no. You can do that yourself. No. And so when you don't get back to them, that's a frustration. That's a friction point. And so it's very clear. Well, for sure, especially in this market when things are going so quickly. I get it. I mean, that agent probably thought it's worthless. Right. It's worthless till you get here. I, so I, I again, and I acknowledge I, that. Yeah. And I understand probably where their mindset was. But at least at least just for him to then understand the market so that when he does get down here, he's ready to pull the trigger knowing that things that he did like sold so quickly or for what price. Absolutely. And yeah. this is a branding guy. This is a creative. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? He's a marketing guy. He's Did he throw that out there? Was he like, this is who I am? No, no. Well, I, just, I knew who he was. No, 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 and, no. I'm saying so, to the agent. like. No, no, no. He didn't throw it out there because. Yeah, I'm just wondering, you know, like I Google people, so I do know what they do. But if these agents didn't even Google. And that's my point. Yeah. He, his point was, why did they not take a step back, get on a phone conversation and go, go deep with me for 15 minutes? Right. What do you do for work? Yeah. Why are you buying this right. place? What are the reasons? What's the motivation? He said none of those first two agents did it. They wanted to just get him off the phone and get him set up on an MLS search. And this is a million plus purchase. Yeah. Going deep and finding out the reasons why. Then when you figure out, hey, this guy's a creative. I should probably just check in with him. He likes to talk too. Well, and he, yeah, I mean. I yeah. should maybe once a week check in with this of guy. Of course, of course. And he likes the experience. I mean, especially when you're creative like that. Like you like to feel, you like to touch. You like to see the kitchens. You like to see the yeah. bathrooms. I mean, it's it's all, it all makes you feel good. Yeah, I don't get it. The I, I agent mean, I, I he ended it. up working with, by the way, didn't even have a Zillow profile. Oh, really? She was so old school that. She didn't have a Zillow profile. So how profile. did he find so, her? So it said zero sales. Just being down there? Just like getting into, to, um, it, he finally into went the down market, there yeah. into the market doing as much research as, as he could. But he gave two other agents an opportunity mm -hmm. that were doing the right thing by getting themselves populated on mm -hmm. the World Wide Web. Right. Um, They're but, probably making like TikTok dances too. But this agent, yeah. this agent took the time old school and he, and come to find out she absolutely crushes it in that market. Who would oh, have I'm figured sure. high white glove service going and meeting him, taking him around the neighborhoods yeah. and getting him into properties and spending time with mm -hmm. him and going deep on his needs mm -hmm. actually works. Right. And so while Zillow is in their own words, buying showing time mm -hmm. to directly enable consumers to go through this process more on their own so that they don't have these friction points of agents letting them down. Zillow can never replace what we just talked about in the story we just told. 100%. But Zillow can't replace that high touch service that everybody has the ability to do. Right. Well, it's just it, honestly, choosing to do it. It's so interesting though because it almost is making our jobs easier because really now all we're doing is having to build a relationship. That's right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all that we now need to do. We're not now having to set up the searches. We're not ha like, because I'm certain that he probably knew 
the neighborhood he wanted. He probably knew exactly what he had to pay in order to get into that neighborhood. So, I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot more additional that Ejin was doing, but really all he was looking for was someone that he trusted. So it's it's no surprise to me. Yeah. Zillow is trying to allow consumers to handle more of the transaction mm-hmm. on their own. They are who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. That's not a shot. That is just no. a fact. Yep. And it I'm shouldn't sure, be a shock to you. I'm sure it's a little bit of data driven too. Yeah, why not? 100%. A little cherry on top with the data. <laughs> Good for you, Zillow. Good for you. I mean, um, I think we said that though a, I don't, over a year ago. I don't think it's a racket. We've we've said it before. It is what we thought it was. I'm actually surprised it took this long for them to to squeal about it. Mm. To actually just come out on a panel and say, I mean, you know, maybe a slow weekend. Yeah. ICLV. Yeah. I need needed need a little. Uh, Are we pop streaming? We're going prop stream. Oh, it's so prop. I'm sorry. Prop. Prop. You pop that hot hat like it's hot. <laughs> pop the hat. I'm gonna adjust it. Like it's hot. Uh, prop stream. We actually are using prop stream in our business. We've got the number one team in Connecticut, Nicole Super and excited. I do. And we're looking for off market deals. Nicole likes to flip deals. We obviously want more listings. We're being challenged right now to go find more listings in our business. Our business right now is 60 40 buy side to mm-hmm. listings. In the comments, what percentage? Is your business, are you 50-50? Are you 60-40 like us? Is it more on the buy side? And do you want it to be more on the listing side? Mm -hmm. PropStream is the most trusted provider of real estate information. With our link, you can get a trial for free. So we've got a link for it down below. You can can look up properties in in this way. Okay, Okay, absentee homeowners. Okay. People have owned for 20 or years or more. Love it. Uh, mortgage or no mortgage. Okay. How much do you have over 50% of equity? Okay. These are all categories. There's 18 smart lists already set up for you in the prop stream. And guess what this does? This actually gives you the ability to generate really smart, intelligent leads for you and your business. So uh, you can market to your leads through these lists. There's a whole bunch of different things you can do with prop stream. And by the way, Nicole, I love it. This is like the whole like, remember we were talking about the equity, the the equity, um, the annual equity, annual equity review. Review. It's a great way to what do an annual a great equity way review. To do an annual equity review, especially when there's so much equity. So, Show them how much of a baller they are. Side note about the annual equity review: Don't ever say to one of your clients, "Can I do a CMA for you?" Because they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Can I do an annual equity review? David, okay. shout out to David Caldwell for talking yes. about that at the Tom Ferry Summit last week. Okay, so PropStream, try the link below. You can try that out for free. It's super, super affordable. Uh, this is this is one of the best. We've been looking for we've been looking for months for this months. This has been one of our team rocks since the beginning of this year. And and it's now August. The fees on some of the stuff. And we can now finally check. We could finally check that rock off. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to PropStream. Try the link below. Encourage all of you guys to at least do the free trial and see if that's going to work. As we go into 2023, we're all looking for um, more leads. Check out that. All right. Racket number two. What does housing recession even mean? Economists don't really know. No idea. This is another Inman article, and we're going to link that up below. The phrase housing recession has exploded in popularity, according to analysis of search terms. But pinning down what it means and where it originated is surprisingly difficult. And Inman does a great job here of laying out. I've talked about it. I've talked about it on my local radio show. Mm -hmm. I talked about it, I think, a little bit even on the walkthrough, 
all these headlines that we're seeing housing recession. CNBC declared last week, we've entered a housing recession mm-hmm. in this country. The very same day, U.S. News World Report announced the same thing. Market Watch, The Hill, and a bunch of uh, local news stations, may- maybe some in your market, have offered their own takes as well, arguing that a housing recession has begun. Nicole. Yes. We lived through 2008 great financial crisis. We lived through it. We lived through it. We survived right? it. We survived. We're still here to talk about it. We do talk Did about it. Did you ever hear in 2009, 10, and 11 the word housing recession? Never. No. Never. I never heard it then. I've never heard it in between then and now. Never. In, in the comments, if you were around, I mean, I was around before yeah. 2007 as well, a human. But you, but you mean in the real estate I industry. In, I wasn't in the industry. Yes. You know, really. I mean, 2004 buying how didn't I mean, really, recession is really a big buzzword these yeah. days, though. People like using it. And so have you ever heard the word housing recession? I, yeah. I know we've got left, middle, right coming up next. Yep. And, and, you know, I'll take a shot I at feel our like government. I'm in a domestic recession. I'll, like I'll I want to do less <laughs> in the home. Recede at the house. So high, <laughs> higher than nanny, like we talked about yesterday. But I'll take a little shot at our government because they just we, we always knew what a reset, an economic recession was two quarters of. GDP decline and then they went and and kind of redefined that and then and then quickly you see all these news outlets saying oh no we have a housing recession fear they love fear we don't have an economic recession where we have inflation going crazy we have a housing recession okay so even the chief economist for National Association of Realtors. Ooh, I wonder how much he's getting paid. Lawrence Young. We know how much he's getting paid because we covered it on The Real World. He's getting paid like $700,000. Oh, it's probably a million now. He says, and I quote, there is a housing recession in terms of fewer home sales, lower housing starts, and declining mortgage lending, especially mm-hmm. the collapse in mortgage refinance. A couple of weeks ago, he also had a quote that said, we have entered a housing recession due to a loose definition that NAR has, which is six straight months of less sales. Okay. We've had that, less sales. But I'm going to argue, Nicole, that if you're a homeowner in this country, if you own real estate, if you own an Airbnb, if you're an investor renting out on an annual rent some real estate right now, you're not feeling a recession. There is zero recession. You're feeling really good. Your values keep going up. And the rate of rent, the rate of return that you're you getting wish you had is going more. Up. You wish you had more to rent. You just wish you bought more. You wish you bought more. You wish we were actually you and I were driving through like a water community and yeah. we were like, man, we sold that for like we were like those like crazy. We were like we sold that. We sold that. I mean, but even back, back in the day, it was like so cheap. Like, it was wish so we bought cheap. It, wish we bought it. But it's so funny, though, because when we were selling them, it was like, oh, my God, these people buying this house are idiots. So man, they're banking now. You And now here's the thing. Because of the fact that. All of these headlines are saying housing recession and put it up on um, on the screen here. If you're watching on YouTube, the Google trends, the word housing recession, the interest over time. You can see it from 2017 till about now, about July of this year has been pretty flat. It is skyrocketing on Google right now. So this is information you want to get out to your database that. There is no definition of housing recession. Here's what we're actually seeing. Here's what we're, the projections are for 2023. The projections are actually that interest rates are going to get below 5%. The projections are that homes are still going to appreciate at a lower rate, maybe closer to 4% 
but they're still projected to appreciate. So if you're looking to buy, here's the facts about what they're projecting for 2023. Here's the facts about what housing recession actually means. The word housing recession at the top of a CNBC article does not mean you're going to pick up a property at a 40% decline. That day is not coming. Right. Right. Yeah. There All was right. a, a thing on uh, Keeping Current Matters today on Instagram. Did you see it? No. Uh, let's talk about it. Right here. Appreciation is slowing, not depreciating. Yeah. Sort of the same same fun little graph. I know you like graphs. Yeah. Shout out to KCM. We love them. They're supporting love the them. walkthrough pod, of course. Oh, look at that. I didn't even know. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I feel good about it. We'll put the link for KCM down below. You can try them for free as well. Yeah. All we'll right. go into their Instagram. They have beautiful things on there. Yeah, or just go on the BAM link. Or go on the, or yeah, subscribe so you can meet me. Subscribe to meet Nicole. <laughs> Absolutely. Who who would rather do the 30 minutes? Zoom oh, with Nicole Lord. This comments? is not going to now. It doesn't need to be a competition, Byron. All right. So we've got my, we'll just, my we'll, favorite we'll pet your segment ego. here. We've got left, middle, right, the headlines in politics, real estate entrepreneurs, and agents need to know as it relates to our business. Nicole, what you do ready? we got? All right, so this is a CNBC article. 64% of consumers are worried about shrinkflation, what it is and how to watch it while shopping. All right, so shrinkflation happens when consumer products get smaller in weight, uh, size or quantity while their prices stay the same or even increase. Like remember? Yes, I've, 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 they've been talking about it Remember a when you we were growing Yogurt up, like a, a bag of chips, you had like chips almost at the not top. Not as much air. And then it was like, yes. you know, three quarters. Like it might be just like, 25% of the bag. It might be a floppy well, bag how, of Lay's. That's also how they make it 100 calories. Yeah, th yeah there you go. <laughs> so healthy bags of chips because you got all that air in there. So yep. uh, consumers are worried about their products getting smaller in weight. As companies grapple with these high costs and supply chain issues, many are shrinking their products in response. Here's how consumers can spot these changes. That's in the CNBC article, which we will look up below. Okay, so... Here's where I'll go with shrinkflation. The Fed is obviously coming out. They were in. I love how they always do their their annual thing in Jackson Hole. What a great place for the Fed to do. I their, mean, it would make sense. So you play some conference. golf and all down there. I don't. Yeah, I haven't been to Jackson Hole. I haven't but, either. But isn't that what you do there? You, you, oh, you don't skiing? ski in the summer, but you look you look out at the lakes, the birds. It's a beautiful. I'm sure, place. there's some golf out there. There's some elk walking by, elk. and you know we we pay for the Fed to go out and and do this conference. They said. 2023 is going to bring pain to a lot of companies. So it's only natural that they're going to try to find cuts in their products. So as real estate agents, if, if there's going to be pain in companies and companies employ the people in our communities, mm -hmm. there is likely going, they're projecting 4.8 million sales this year, only six last year. There is likely to be even less sales, mm -hmm. less maybe even homes available next year than they than there was this year. I want to know that as an agent because I want to make urgent decisions with my business. So this may not be a headline you use in your marketing mm -hmm. per se, yeah. but it's one I want to deeply understand so that I can make decisions that are creating income producing opportunities in my business today. Nicole, we just did it with our team. There was a position we were considering hiring strongly considering strongly considering like a like lot of time invested for a couple of months analyzing it and it was a luxury position it was ultimately like another assistant type of position mm -hmm. and it would have been a super luxury 
And we made the decision um, out of the urgency of people like Tom Ferry and our EO EOS mm -hmm. implementer and yeah. others to yeah, know, was amazing. let's make income producing decisions. If we're going to add payroll right now, they need to create a rate of return. Well, right. And we need to concentrate on the rock. We need to concentrate on what we're a rock is like our big 90 goal, day goal. Our big, right? Yeah, we have a big 90 day, a huge 90 day goal. And so if this economy is continuing to shrink and everything is shrinking up, we our decision. We can't make a loose decision. This isn't 2021 in January where a loose decision is going to get erased by the market. This is two 2023 type of decisions. Yeah. All right. What else do we got? All right. So the next one, if I can even, if I can get, if I can get in there. All right. So Fox Business, more than 20 million U.S. households are behind on utility bills. Yeah. Uh, th this one is concerning. Yeah. This this one's concerning. For sure. Does it have a demographic? What is the actual age? Because I bet you there's a certain age bracket there for this. <clears throat> Experts wonder... warn mass shutoffs are coming. Okay. So new data indicates a staggering number of American households are currently behind on making utility payments due mainly to soaring energy costs, mm -hmm. sparking fears that Mac, Mac, uh, mass power shutoffs are on the horizon. Okay. So... Uh, a certain demographic. Nicole. I didn't know. I thought. I feel like there's probably a certain. I mean, I didn't individuals see one. that are like on fixed incomes, or you know, I, again, there's a lot of baby boomers that obviously have retired that are are on a pretty tight budget. Okay, so yeah, they, they, it doesn't say specifically, no. right. but no. it's an unprecedented number of Americans could face having their power shut off. Here's where I'm going with an agent. I'm taking this article, mm -hmm. or I'm taking the headline. Mm -hmm. And every single person in my CRM, in my database, that is looking for investments, mm -hmm. that is an investor holding properties, I'm sharing this information with them. Okay. Have you noticed anybody late on payments? I'm asking oh, questions. Oh, you're going to go after the house based on, on their utility bills? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to all my investor friends, and I'm just going to ask them questions. This is, this is an opportunity to reach out and have something to say other than, how have you been? Right. So this is an opportunity to say, here's the data. That's being reported. Okay. What are you seeing on your end locally? I'm just curious. Are you seeing people that are that are usually making their payments on the first, making them on the seventh because okay. maybe they got to get the utility payment in? Huh. Are Are you seeing any? Are you getting any calls from the utility company saying, "Hey, you've got some tenants that are behind"? Like, what are you sensing on well, the ground floor of your properties? Because that conversation, by the way, might open up a. You know what? I've got 20 doors. I may want to carve off five of them, Nicole. Yeah. What do you think about my ability to sell them right now? Well, for sure. Or they may just have to learn a new strategy of including utilities in the rent. You might help them with a new strategy because listen, rents have gone up straight for two years. Yeah. And in 2020, 2021, when people had all that extra stimulus, that stimuli. They felt stimulated for sure. They weren't worried about their utility payments because no they, they, they were flowing in the dough. No. Not the case right now. Not with the shrinkage. Yeah. And the less money going around and all of that. Th they might be feeling the pain. Oh, I'm sure because people were gluttonous. There's multiple reports that credit card debt is on the rise. So when that kind of maxes out, the first thing people get behind on is these types of payments. Right. Right. 
And so if it's the middle of winter, they can't get shut off. So they yeah, ne- maybe they, they got to cut back on their Netflix. They kind of play that card. Yeah. But I'd be having conversations with my investors. What are you seeing? Ground floor. Be curious about your market. Collect that data. Mm-hmm. That's good for the next investor that yeah. you're going to meet. That's good for your own market knowledge, and it's good for conversations. Or if you're going to be, if, or if you're going to be a landlord, if you want to be an investor, yeah, buy some deals. Well, especially because there may be some. Anyway, might be. I don't think you had a forty percent discount, but there might be some deals. Okay, no. that's what we got. Uh, I'd love to do a thirty-minute Zoom, me, you, and Nicole. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Hit the link below. Sign up for that. Uh, definitely check out the prop stream link below. Love your comment on. If you're excited for the potential appraiser debate, which we've spurred it all here on the real world, we, we covered it on the walkthrough. Do we have a date yet, or we're just leaking it out? We're hoping Wednesday of next Some, week. Some like breadcrumbs. We're hoping for Wednesday of next week. Am I in on that one? Is yeah, that, you can be in on it. I Definitely. Mean, I don't have to be. Yeah, you can. <laughs> just, I didn't see it on my calendar. Well, it's not. It's not scheduled yet. Next we're hoping Wednesday's for, a busy day. That's like our team meeting. I mean, you got a busy day yeah, Wednesday. Holy very busy. Shnikes. So we're hoping next Wednesday night. Night. Wow. The night shift, Bobby. Bobby is shaking. Bobby is shaking his head like, "Yes, can't wait for the night shift." Hey, should we invite all of our followers to our party on Thursday too? If you're if in the you, neighborhood, I mean, if you're in Connecticut, come uh, on over. and you want to go to a bash on Thursday, another bash, not not a, not a bam bash, not a bam bash. Bam bash was epic. Uh, it was bam epic. bash was epic. If you want to go to our real estate team party, sure. Come if you're in over. Connecticut, come on over. We'd love to have you. All it's right. It's not just team. It's for everybody. Well, it's for, for anybody. Community. Anybody that, that, yes. that wants to come could come. It's going to be crazy. Now. All right. Crazy. Any final thoughts, Nicole? Nope. All right. Feel good. Prop it like it's hot. Prop it like it's hot. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Keep it real. See you guys.